647 on the crosstalk on WIZM. I know many of you are thinking, so what else has changed? Adam Lorenz, his big cheese at the La Crosse Municipal Transit Utility, the MTU uh, buses in La Crosse, and it's, uh, it's worth double-checking in case you use those buses to get around. Adam, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. What's the latest COVID-19 change uh, with MTU? Well, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Uh, probably the biggest notable change that people saw yesterday is that our our lobby at uh, Grand River Station on J Street is now closed. Um, that doesn't mean there's anything affected operations down there. Buses are still making transfers down there. Um, but the actual main lobby, the doors are closed until uh, to be announced, I should say. All right. All right. So the lobby is closed, but the uh, bus platform still open. Uh, transfers still happening. The bus uh, buses are still running. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Everything is fluid and it's up to change, but right now our buses are running a normal schedule. Uh, the city deemed uh, our bus service is a vital city service, and so we're trying to make sure that uh, we're trying to help out any way we can. People still need to get uh, get food and get to medical appointments, and we just, we're trying to be there for them the best we can. And what do you do to try and uh, help protect the drivers who clearly have, have uh, exposure to an awful lot of people getting on and off the bus. Anything different with this virus as opposed to any other flu season? Yeah, well, we do do a rotation of cleaning the buses, and obviously right now we're doing every bus every night. Uh, we have specialized cleaners that are designed to kill this virus along with many others, so our buses are getting complete detail every night. Uh, we've added extra staff at the evening time to make sure the buses are clean. Uh, the drivers are equipped with sanitation bags uh, right above the driver's seat so they can clean the, their area between shift changeouts or just throughout the day as they see fit. Um, there could be more changes coming um, with, uh, with doors we go through the buses, but that's that's all coming out later today, hopefully. All right. So as my mom would have uh, said, it's so clean you could eat off the floor. That's <laughs> not quite, but uh, almost how clean the buses start each shift. Absolutely. We're trying to create the safest environment for our drivers and obviously the public. And we understand what's going on right now, and we are taking this with the utmost uh, seriousness. But we also realize that people still, like I said earlier, need to get from point A to point B. And we're trying to balance those two there with, uh, obviously, the most important thing is the safety of our employees and the safety of the public. At the moment, we don't have shelter in place. Hopefully, that will not come to the state of Wisconsin or western Wisconsin. In the meantime, have you noticed a change in uh, ridership at all at the MTU? Well, uh, we're, we're kind of crunching through numbers right now. I did have a few drivers tell me uh, this morning that their ridership was down yesterday. And uh, this is probably the first time you'll ever hear me say this, but I'm good with that. So really, um, we have the buses running, but people should be only utilizing the buses uh, for absolute necessity if they do need groceries, if they are going to a regular scheduled doctor's appointment. But um, for people getting on the bus just for leisure, this is not the time to do that. Uh, we need to take the, um, the social distancing seriously. So uh, like I said, you probably will never hear me say it again, but right now I'm, I'm happy to see a decline in the ridership. This is for a vital service, and people getting on the bus should use it for that. And everything is TFN. So you don't, uh, you don't anticipate shutting down uh, the MTU uh, at any time for any reason, even when uh, COVID-19 is found in La Crosse County. Is that correct? 
Well, like I said, everything is changing, and we have yeah. really good leadership. Uh, we're, we're taking our direction from La Crosse County Health Department. Um, our fire chief, Gilliam, is kind of the coordinator for the city, um, so I'm on a daily basis talking with him. Obviously, our mayor is doing a great job uh, making sure that uh, our, our city departments are analyzing every single day to see what we can do to do best. So I, I, I can't say that we're not going to change or alter our service, but right now we're going to move forward the way we are. Well, and that's uh, that's a good thing because uh, at least as of I don't remember what time uh, yesterday afternoon, late afternoon, the closest uh, COVID nineteen case to La Crosse County was in Pierce County, so still right. still uh, quite a ways away. And I have to keep reminding uh, myself and everybody else that this virus does not move like uh, the Emerald Ash Borer. It, it doesn't come to Pierce County and. Then it's in Trempeleau County, and then it's in North La Crosse County, you know, like a bug flies, because somebody gets off an airplane into a car and drives to La Crosse or to DeSoto, and suddenly the uh, the next case from Minneapolis to DeSoto because they were in the car for four hours. Yeah, you know, it, it, it changes every day, and that's why I see our, um, our decisions change every day, because we're trying to move with the updates that we're getting. And I just keep stressing to people that, you know, go to reliable information, go to the CDC, go to the county health department website, um, follow it there, um, and that's where we're taking our guidance to, and that's what we really have to be all on the same page with that. Yeah, well, and I appreciate that. Are you prepared to do, you know, do you have other measures standing by it just in case if, if, if the word comes out, do you, what, you know what might be next? It, we, we do. Um, we, like I said, uh, we're meeting with department heads and the mayor and, like I said, Chief Gilliam on a daily basis to, to make sure we have plans in place. Uh, as for the MTU here, yes, we have different levels of service reduction. Ultimately, it would be uh, cutting of service, but like I said, we're not trying to do that. We're trying to avoid yeah. it at all, all costs. But um, different hours, running hourly service, possibly um, shortening our hours to just uh, during the, the midday part. I mean, there's, there's a lot of options. If you follow the news right now, you'll see different transit agencies doing different things. Um, I know Green Bay did shut down. I saw Madison yesterday limited it to, uh, I believe, 15 passengers, and they're using the rear door to board. Um, so there's a lot of options. We have a lot of different scenarios in place, and we'll just, we'll just take it day by day. Interesting, uh, and I, I just thought of this idea now because of a story that I heard uh, this morning. In some communities, uh, they are the grocery stores, for instance, necessary uh, stores that, uh, that offer necessary supplies are opening their doors uh, early exclusively for the, uh, the elderly, for senior citizens, because uh, they are the most at risk, that you want to keep them as far away, socially distancing them uh, as possible. And uh, I saw a brief video of some uh, old people getting pushed around at the grocery store by big fat idiots who need to have 142 <laughs> uh, rolls of toilet paper and get out of the way, Grandma, you're in the way. So, uh, it, you know, is there... That, that option on the table that the buses would change their hours of operation to accommodate uh, a certain segment of our community? Well, I think that uh, our service does 
service to all those types of people. So right. I, to say that we limit who gets on the bus, I don't think we're there yet. But to talk about limiting the hours, that's a definite possibility. As we see with the, like you said, the grocery store is changing hours. Do we need to adhere hours to that? Um, all the bars and restaurants close, you know. So is our PM shift going to look like ghost town, you know? Yeah, sure. um, like I said, every day is changing. So I don't have a set answer on that, but we're just we're evaluating every single day. A little at a time. I appreciate that. Uh, Absolutely. Adam Lorenz from the MTU. No big changes. One big cha- no no big changes from uh, the MTU except that the Grand River Station is closed and that's closed uh, till further notice. No hour reductions or or uh, any uh, anything like that. So uh, that's good to know as well. Adam Lorenz of the MTU. Thank you very much for talking with us this morning. We'll stay in touch when things change. Uh, I would love to be uh, your mouthpiece, and I appreciate you being uh, accessible. Uh, so easily and so quickly. Uh, speaking of which, Jim Rumbalski on the phone with others at the moment. Uh, so we will, uh, I will continue, we will continue to try and uh, contact her and get her on the air as quickly as we are able to do that. Uh, Jen, of course, is big cheese at La Crosse County Health Department just to see what kind of, you know, a, a, I don't, we don't necessarily need a daily update, but uh, but uh, since the governor made big changes in the state yesterday that affect lacrosse, I thought uh, it appropriate that we check in with her as well just to see how her office will deal with other people's decisions.